Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 138. We'll be discussing what we discuss here on the podcast is business news, finance, personal finance, budgeting, investing, current events around the world. Uh, but before we even get into any of that, make sure you like, subscribe, five-star rate and review the podcast. Also in the podcast is a link to support the pod. We like to do this weekly. We drop Thursday morning uh, and we do it every week. So of course, we're going to talk about current news events, the Fed meeting, which had a lot of movement in the markets yesterday. Um, and we'll just talk what else is going on in the world. And as well as personal finance questions and or roundtable, we'll get into all that. Thank you for listening to the show. Now let's get into it. All right. So as we get into the market update, um, it coincides with kind of the big news of the day, which is the Federal Reserve September meeting. Um, and again, this Fed Reserve meeting, a central bank, uh, which is obviously in charge of keeping price stability in this country, as well as keeping unemployment down, the rate of unemployment down, um, and moderating these two balancing um, balancing beams and, and trying to make everything right. So what happened? Fed meeting, they came out and said they're going to raise the Fed funds rate another 75 basis points, which is widely expected by the market. Some thought they might go a full percentage point, which is 1%, obviously, or 100 basis points, but they went with the 75 bips. And what does this mean? It just means their continued fight against inflation is still there. They're looking at indicators that many people are pointing out that could be lagging, could be behind, but they're working to bring down inflation and it's running at its highest level since the 1980s. And they said, hey, we're going to keep raising rates. Um, and they made a, a terminal rate of 4.6% in 2023. So that's what we talk about. 2023, they will stop raising rates. But they're going to continue to raise rates till 2023, at least. At least what they're saying right now it could change based on what the inflation numbers say. But they raised the benchmark another three, three quarters of a percent. And they're trying to bring down inflation. We're in the range of three and three and, uh, and one fourth percent in the Fed funds rate. Uh, it's the highest level since 2008. Um, and the main message has not changed, that inflation is still high. We need to raise rates. We need to slow down the economy. You're seeing different companies start to make cuts. You're seeing housing start to correct because you're paying 6 7% on the mortgage. You're seeing a lot of different things correcting, which is kind of their objective if they're going to bring price stability into the economy. But how far will they go? Many people are saying they're going too far. Jeff Gunlag. Uh, the double line CEO said that they're going too far with this aggressive rate hike, which is obviously affecting the markets, obviously affecting the economy, and that they're going to push us into recession, which many people think we already are there. So um, that's what's going to be the volatility driver in the market over the next six to seven months before it finally clears up um, in 2023 sometime. So big that's the big thing to watch. Um, and they'll have another meeting here in a few months, and we'll be able to get an update on what they're thinking. Remember SPACs? The SPACs, that was a big driver of 2021. Well, SPAC King Chamath is now shuttering two special purpose acquisition companies worth a combined $1.6 billion. Yes, SPACs are blank check companies that investment firms that, that are pretty much the sole purpose of them is merging with real private companies. Um, the firms that IPO, they just IPO these blank check companies that have nothing on the books, but their purpose of them IPOing and raising the money for the IPO is to merge it with a real private company, take it public. 
Um, so it's a frictionless path, and so they say in quotes, I say, to listing. But Chairman SPACs recently, uh, SPACs recently say that 20 times fast. They can't find merger partners uh, by their two-year deadline. They have a two-year deadline to go public, find a merger partner, close a deal, and trade and make money for their investors on the public markets. But they're not finding partners because people are turning away from SPACs. The boom is over. Um, and they're turning away. And he's a big name in the space, so of course it's going to turn to him um, for that. Twitch. Twitch. So Twitch is owned by Amazon. It's a video game streaming streaming company with a lot of people, a lot of creators on the platform. But they're cutting subscription paychecks for its biggest streamers as the economy, as the creator economy grows more competitive. So they're cutting a check. They're cutting checks to creators because they want a piece of that $100 billion content creation pie. Amazon obviously owns Twitch. It's one of the largest live streaming subscription sites with 30 million plus daily active users and 100K streams uh, running 24-7. So they're like, hey, we want more of this creator economy. We're going to cut some checks, try to get you guys enticed to use this platform. Um, And so they're doing that. In big tech news, Meta is reportedly nudging out workers. So the Wall Street Journal said that Meta is making cuts. They said they want to get 10% more efficient. They want to make 10% cost-cutting measures. um, And that is going to be for 2023. Um, And they're they're doing that to, um, of course, save on earnings because the revenue is going to slow and all these different things. Um, But that is going on. Quick fact. Unsold, sales of pre-owned homes fell for the seventh straight month as soaring mortgage rates and sticky prices push wannabe buyers out of the market. The number one price problem, they say, is low inventory. I think it might be slowing demand, but we'll see. We shall see. In more news, so much news in, in, in today, over the last week. Um, you guys probably saw the news. The COO of Beyond Meek, which is the faux meat maker, um, you know, Beyond Meat, the big 2021 company, their COO was biting a man. He bit a man on the nose during, I think it was an Arkansas, after the Arkansas football game, um, punched him. It was, I think it was a road rage accident, punched him, bit his nose, and he's been suspended. He has been suspended because he went Beyond Meat. He went, he went crazy, all right? He went crazy. And, of course, there's no place for that. So we'll see. We'll have to watch that story and see what befalls of them. Take-Two suffers one of the biggest leaks in video game history. So Take-Two is a video game software and company. Video game titan, Take-Two Interactive. It suffered one of the biggest leaks in gaming history over the weekend when a hacker posted 90 previously unreleased clips from their highly anticipated game Grand Theft Auto. At Grand Theft Auto Five, I believe. So it included new locations, characters. The stock dropped three percent before rebounding, but it's still down thirty percent this year. So that's obviously not good when you have leaks. I haven't really seen a video game leak before. How do they do that? I've seen album leaks, different things, but video game leak—that is quite impressive and unfortunate for Take Two Interactive, of course. Um. Probably saw the news with Robinhood. So Robinhood got some good news from the regulators. They're saying that the SEC will not ban payment for order order flow. 
So if you remember, everyone is talking about payment for order flow. Though they're selling my, it's free, but they're actually selling my data to these other people to know what trades I'm doing. So they're like, oh, is, can we do that? And then, yes, they're doing it. People have been doing it for a long time. SEC is not banning it. Therefore, um, the stock rose a little bit, 8% today or something, and now it's shaved off since down to 3%. Um, but they're not banning it. So that was a big news for uh, Robinhood and the, on the back of them saying, SEC regulators saying they're not going to ban it. Spotify is launching an audiobook business um, and they're trying to take on Amazon and Apple in a quest for profitable growth. Yes, audiobook. I'm never really into the audiobook. I used to listen to them. I love podcasts, but audiobooks, I'd rather read it. I'd rather read it on a tablet. That's where I like to read. Um, but pay per download. You pay for each audiobook um, a la carte. So you get, you know, you buy whatever the audiobook is, you pay for it. Then you get to listen. It's going to be web only. Inconveniently, you can't download books through the app, only the web, because Spotify has a beef with Apple's in-app commission. So they're not letting you do it on the app. That will be probably hurtful for them. Um, so you will not be able to do it on the app. Only web download. Only web download, ladies and gentlemen. That was a lot of news this week. A lot going on. Um, stay patient. Stay relaxed. Uh, we'll get into the next segment next. All right, personal finance questions of the week. We'll go through rapid fire some questions. Um, maybe some you've heard before. Maybe some you haven't. But let's refresh anyways. What is a 401k? Okay, a 401k is a retirement plan offered by an employer that allows you to take a percentage of your paycheck. Of course, you decide how much and put it aside for retirement. The money usually gets invested uh, on your behalf. Uh, you choose some sort of fund or you know the investments. Uh, has limited optionality, as you'll see within the next question. Um, sometimes you get match, um, but it's usually pre-tax. People can contribute after tax, but most people contribute pre. Um, and it is um, actually going to be tax deferred. So you'll pay tax when you take the money out later. Now, on the upside, what is an IRA? IRA is an acronym for the section of the IRS called Individual Retirement Arrangement. Oh, okay. I thought it was always account. Well, arrangement account, same different. Okay. Or individual retirement account. Yes, same difference. And this is another way to place to put money away for retirement that will be invested. That's what we do for our clients. IRAs, brokerage accounts. It can be used in combination with a 401k or as an alternative to one if your company has an offer, but it can be used in combination or as an alternative. I think it's better because when you have an advisor invested too, um, you have more optionality. You have more optionality on the types of investment stocks, ETFs that it can go into these accounts. So um, super, super important. What's another one? APR. What is APR? APR is annual percentage rate. It probably matters for you um, if you plan on having a credit card bill. APR is the interest rate you'll be charged on any amount that you don't pay in full from your last statement balance. If you're debating between credit cards and plan to carry a balance, comparing APRs is a good way to see which card is better for you. Uh, pro tip, apparently you can negotiate um, your APR with some credit card companies. Um, last but not least, stock options and grants. So there's a difference. Um, grants are decide, are, are granted to you. So my, like, especially my girlfriend, she works at Google. She's granted stock. So that's given. They don't have to purchase it, which is a 
differentiates from stock options, which you have to use your own cash to purchase. Stock grants are designed to keep employees working for the company for a set period of time. Uh, for example, a company might grant an employee hundreds of shares of stock vested over two, three years, right? And so it tried to lock you in to give you great, but it's a really not great thing for you know a lot of people, especially in the tech industry, where you just get stock. You get stock quarterly. Um, and in the case of some companies, it's vested right away. Uh, which is 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 amazing benefit, and stock options are different. So, an example: an employee can have a stock option; they'll have the right to buy a stock uh, at, so let's say, six dollars per share, uh, which could be lower than what it is currently trading in the market. Uh, but the important thing to understand: an employee has to use their cash um, and purchase the stock at the option price um, versus grants. Um, grants have the the benefit of being equitably property. It's it's something you intrinsically have. You just get the stock. You already own it. You didn't have to purchase your own, um, use your own cash to purchase the option to buy. It's a grant, which is amazing for a lot of people. So that's it, folks. We went through news, updates, um, as well as our rapid fire questions. Personal life update. Vikings lost this week. Unfortunately, I thought they would be able to take those Eagles, but the Eagles came and smacked them this week. I think the Vikings are playing the Lions. I got the Vikings in that one. Um, fantasy football update. 2-0. and Facing my nemesis this week. I'll let you know how it goes. We'll talk next week.